Welcome to the Seed of Life Church Houston Social Media Church Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Pastor Ellis Telly. On behalf of my wife, Charlotte, and our children, Jaden, Isaiah, Naomi, Grace, and the people of our anointed church family at Seed of Life Church Houston, we welcome you to Seed of Life Lifelines. Let's have a word of prayer and get right into the message. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's start by lifting up our hands to the Lord to worship him and thank him for being our father. Let's thank him. Amen. Amen. For keeping us and bringing us to this moment of worship. Amen. And let's thank him for giving his son Jesus to it. Come on, just lift up your hands wherever you are. Praise God. And just begin to thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise for all that you're doing and all that you have done and all that you're going to do. We worship you. We praise you. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we worship you, O God. We thank you for keeping us even to this moment safe and sound. Amen. Healed in our bodies. Glory to God. Covered in your glory. Amen. And strong and living long in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We thank you for sending Jesus in his blood to us. Oh God, we worship you for your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We bless your name today in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the glory, all the honor and all the praise in Jesus name. We worship you. Amen. Bow your heads. Let's have a word of prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. We praise you, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I pray today that you would think through my mind and speak through my lips and that your word would come forth unhindered and unchecked by any outside or opposing force. We give you praise in advance for all the signs and all the wonders and all the miracles of God that you're going to do for these, your people today in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Well, praise God. Let's get right to it. You know, we're starting a new pastoral series called Breaking Invisible Barriers, Understanding Supernatural Spiritual Warfare. Amen. And we're going to talk about how it is the will of God for you to be free from that thing that has held you down. It is the will of God for you to be free from every every generation, generational curse, every praise God, every season of misfortune in your life. God has a plan for you in his word. And if you want to know how to go free, amen, you need to call somebody right now, pull out your Bibles and take some good notes because we're going to study the word of God today. Let's go to our first scripture. Let's go to Ephesians chapter six. Amen. Ephesians chapter six. Let's look at it in the word of God tonight. I'm telling you you, today, you're going to get blessed by the word of God. You're going to be blessed by the word of God. As we get into this word, you're going to see a lot of things that have been happening to you. Praise God is not supposed to be happening to you. And God's going to show you a way out of that thing. He's going to show you not not just a way out, but a way to stay free. Glory to God. We're talking about breaking invisible barriers, understanding supernatural spiritual warfare. Now the Bible is 66 books of supernatural word seed and you got to know and you got to have a word of God on tap in this time that we living in because we're living in the evil day, but thank God, hallelujah for Jesus. Even though the day may be evil, God has a plan of goodness and mercy for your life in Jesus name. So let's go to Ephesians chapter six. Let's start at verse number 10. The Bible says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. 
For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. There it is. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your lawns girded about with truth and having on the blessed plate of righteousness and your feet shone with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Amen and amen. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints. Praise the mighty name of God. You know, right here, Paul is letting us know that if we're going to live in this earth, you better be aware that you have an enemy. My former pastor, he's in heaven now. Pastor John Osteen once said a church with a supernatural enemy needs to be a church filled with supernatural power. And I believe that. And so today we're going to be looking at in this in this pastoral teaching about breaking invisible barriers. You know, that thing that's come against your life, that thing that looks like, you know, you just can't get free from is a barrier and it wasn't sent from God. It comes from the devil. You have an enemy and you might as well make up your mind. Glory to God to be victorious and to break through that barrier by having the word of God and the anointing of faith operating in your life. Let's go. Let me show you these barriers that the devil would bring. Look at uh, look at Exodus chapter 23. There are different barriers that the enemy uses to constrain us, to oppress us. To keep us down, but God doesn't didn't call you to live a man under the devil's confinement. Glory to God. He has given you his word. He has given me a word for you and he has given you his word. Praise God so that you wouldn't have to live under the oppression of the devil. You don't have to live under the barrier of sickness and disease. Glory to God. Sickness and disease is a barrier sent from the devil to keep you from living at the level of your privilege regarding healing and health and God's wellness plan. Well, let me show you God's wellness plan. And when you get the word of God on any matter, you can get free of whatever the devil is trying to do in your life. Look at, look at uh, Exodus chapter 23, verse 26. The Bible says this is what this is the promise to the people of God. One of the first redemptive truths that God revealed Amen. Glory to God to the children that came out of bondage. First thing he told them, he said, there shall nothing cast their young nor be barren in thy land. And the number of thy days will I fulfill. Glory to God. Amen. God said he'd do that in, in, in over there. Glory to God in Exodus 23, verse 26. But if you will look at Exodus, amen, 23, 25, I'm going to show you what God said. He said this, and you shall serve the Lord your God. And he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And look what he said. I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Understand this world currently is living under the curse of the world system in its fallen state. And unless you have a covenant with God, you'll never be able to penetrate and break the barriers of life that the devil will bring against your life to keep you from living in your destiny. Amen. Breaking invisible barriers. Amen. Sickness and disease. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can only be broken 
as you find it in the word of God. The word of God is truth. Glory to God. It's supernatural truth. And if you're going to live at the level of your privilege, if you're going to break the barrier of generational sickness and disease in your bloodline, you're going to have to get the word of God in you and operate in faith against the spirit that would come to place that upon your life and upon your destiny. Amen. God is in the business of breaking his people out. Amen. Of, of demonic barriers that the devil would bring to their life. Let's go to it. Let's, let's look at second Corinthians and I want you to take some good notes because God wants you to live long and live strong. God wants you to be prosperous and be in health, even as your soul prospers. But you're going to have to get the word of God on it. If you're going to break that invisible barrier, I don't care who had it in your bloodline. I don't care how many people died on that side and how many people died on this side. If you will receive the word of God and the anointing on my life that I'm preaching to you today, the power of the anointing of the word of God will be activated in your life and come upon your life and it'll make your life exponentially better. Praise God. Look at second Corinthians chapter two. Look what Paul wrote and he said about it. Second Corinthians chapter two. Let's look at verse number 11. See, Paul understood that the devil had no power. The early church understood that the devil was defeated and they understood that the only way that the devil could come against their life and build barriers and obstacles in their life if there was an, the only way he can do it is if they had an absent absence of the power of the word of God operative in their life. Look what he said. Paul said this. He says, uh, look at verse number 10. He said to whom you forgive anything, I will forgive also for I, for if I forgive anything to whom I forgive it for your sake, I forgive I in the person of Christ. And the reason why, look, look at the reason why he said, verse 11, least Satan shall take advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his last word devices. See, the devil doesn't have power. He only has devices that he works against you and through your own thinking that will create a barrier and a stronghold in your life. He creates strongholds to hold you and barriers to prevent you from escaping from them. Amen. So tonight, we're, today we're talking about, praise God, hallelujah, breaking invisible barriers. Today we're talking about breaking <laughs> invisible barriers. Amen. So we're not to be ignorant of Satan and his devices. Glory to God. He has no power. He's already defeated. Jesus Christ defeated him 2000 years ago on Calvary's cross with the power of his blood that was shed that you might go free. One John three, eight says for this reason, the son of God was made manifested. The son of man was made manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So the devil's work, his power has been destroyed. So right now he's operating in deception with tricks and devices and different wells that he brings against our life. But if we become a man knowledgeable through the word of God and get our mind renewed on what God's word says, the power of the devil will forever be broken from over our life. Let's look at it. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Second Corinthians chapter 10. I want you to see that you're going to have to get the word of God in you to deal with the enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. Look what it says. Second Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, look at verse number three. The Bible says this. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war 
after the flesh. Understand something. You are no match for the devil in your natural strength. You are no match for the devil. I don't care how many degrees you got and how many doctors, doctorate degrees you have. Amen. You are no match for the devil in and of yourself. Here's what the Bible says. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Two things you got to understand and get a revelation of this. Write this down. There is a warfare. Glory to God. As you live, when to walk in the Bible means to live as you live in this flesh, there will always be a warfare that you'll have to contend with the devil. What you refuse to resist has a right to remain. And what you fail to confront, you cannot conquer in Jesus name. You better believe that you need to write that down and put it on a T-shirt. I'm telling you something. You better begin to take the devil seriously about your life in this time when this the demon spirit of of coronavirus is is filling the earth. Glory to God, killing people by the hundreds and thousands. You better learn to deal with the devil and break the barrier of sickness and disease, break the barrier of poverty in life. It's not only working against our, he's not only trying to work this against the people of God's flesh, but he also wants to work it against your finances. And tonight we're going to show you some things on how to break these invisible barriers that the devil would bring in your life. Amen. Look what it says. Though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Why? For the weapons of our warfare. See, there's a warfare for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Glory to God. See, a stronghold is a place where demons hide and they are protected. Glory to God. Casting down imaginations that has to do in your mind now. Imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Things in your mind that would make you believe, amen, the amen that you can make your own way and that you know how to do things on your own and you're independent and all that. Let me tell you something. You'll never be too independent for the devil not to attack you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care. Amen. Glory to God. How big your house is. If you do not understand how to deal with the devil, it can all be gone in a minute and in a second. And I'm going to tell you something. I got to say this. Some people don't have trouble with the devil because the devil already got them. Your money cannot protect you from demon power. Amen. Your education will not be able to protect you from demon power. Hallelujah. There are many people who die with millions of dollars. Glory to God, because they did not know or understand how to keep the devil out of their body through the Holy Spirit and the word of God. Amen. So listen, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ. Have, listen to this. Listen to this now. We got to bring thoughts into captivity. Honey, there's a lot of things happening even in the church world. Amen. Even with preachers who are turning a blind eye to racism in, in the highest office in the land. Amen. Spirit filled preachers. Guys say, good Lord, what should I do? He say, don't do anything. Judge nothing before it's time. Keep your mouth closed. Don't say anything about it. I see it and I will deal with it myself. And you better not touch on my anointing. Because I and I alone can correct my anointed. I shut up right there. Praise God. Because you see, you can open up your mouth and set a trap for yourself and destroy everything that God is trying to do in your life and create a barrier 
from you getting into your good land. And I, I mean, I, I received it and I shed up right there. Praise God. Amen. And amen. So God wants us to amen know how to operate in this warfare to break these barriers that are all around us trying to prevent us from receiving God's best. Let me show you something. Not only is there a warfare, you're going to have to turn your faith up and get violent. Look at Matthew chapter 11. And I got a lot of scripture for you. And I hope that you're looking these scriptures up and you're writing them down and you're taking little notes. Glory to God. Look what the Bible says. Look what Jesus taught. He said this. Jesus said, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence. Take it by force. I'm telling you something. You're going to have to get violent in your faith. Glory to God. The kingdom of God operates off of violent faith, not, you know, weak in the need, you know, milk, toast, coffee kind of faith. I'm telling you, you got to be violent when you're dealing with the enemy. He's trying to come in your home. Man, you got to be crazy if you're not the priest of your own home and enjoying this epidemic. Glory to God. There's a demon spirit out there trying to get into your home to kill your children and kill your your wife or your spouse. And you won't stay up and pray. You won't anoint the doorposts of the house. You won't anoint everybody in the house. Well, you know, I we got problems, honey. I, they ain't got that devil ain't made a problem that big that I won't stand up for my family in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I, honey, listen, I pray for my whole family. I anoint everybody in that house. Glory to God. Amen. Because I know that there's a spirit out there trying to kill my family and I'm not going to. He ain't going to come into our house. We are exempt because we know how to break the barrier of this demonic attack against the earth. We're going to stay free from it in Jesus name. And I'm trying to share these things with you tonight. And that is that's the attitude of spiritual warfare. Listen, Jesus has given you the keys to the kingdom. And it's time for you to quit making the devil out to being this big old bad devil that you can't deal with. Listen, he's a defeated demon that's out of work. Jesus put him out of work. He's an unemployed demon right now. And all you got to do is know who you are in Christ and know what the word of God says. And you can deal with him. Amen and amen. Look at Matthew chapter 18. Verse 18, we're talking about breaking invisible barriers. One of the first barriers you're going to have to break is, amen, the barrier, the barrier of being ignorant of the devil's devices. Glory to God. Matthew chapter 18, verse number 18. I understand we're not glorifying the devil. I'm going to show you how to stump on his head and keep him under your feet. Praise God. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18. The Bible says, look what Jesus taught. Amen. It's, it's written in red in my Bible. How about yours? Praise God. He said, Verily I say unto you, whatsoever, whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Glory to God. Understand, Jesus is bringing a revelation here that the spirit realm dictates what is going to manifest in the natural realm. And you need to know something about supernatural spiritual authority that he has given you in order for you to dictate, amen, the agenda of the kingdom of God here in the earth. That's right. You can declare and decree what happens in your life. Glory to God. He said, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall loose on earth, that means release, shall be loosed in heaven. Amen. Honey, you ought to be in your house every night during this time and in this season that we're living in, releasing the blessing power of God, because only the blessing power of God can reverse the curse. I want everybody in my house blessed. 
I want my wife blessed. I want my son blessed. I want my my daughter blessed. Honey, I even want our dog blessed. Glory to God. Everything that has to do with my house, it is going to have to, if it's coming in here, it's going to have to come under the, the confines of the blessing power of God. Ain't nothing worse than, than uh, amen, people walking around not understanding the spirit realm. Amen. Honey, the devil can't touch nobody in my family. He can't touch nobody in my house. He can't touch none of our, uh, none of our church members at seat of life. Amen. He can't touch nobody in our natural family. Glory to God. He can't touch none of my mother's children nor their seed. He can't touch my father-in-law, my, my sister-in-law, nor my brother-in-law and their family and their seed. He can't touch nobody. Glory to God that honors and respects this ministry. Glory to God. Because I release the power of the blessing on their life every night. Glory to God. I release the power of the blood of Jesus on their life every night. Hallelujah. And it's not because of me. It's because I know what Jesus said I can do. He said, whatever I bind here on earth shall be bound in heaven. I bind the demon spirit carrying the coronavirus to kill people. And I release the anointing of the spirit of life through Christ Jesus for the people of God. See, now that's, that's how you, that's how you break that barrier. You walk around like that. You're not going to be afraid of the devil. You walk around. I didn't say you don't wear your mask. The devil is allowed. Wear your mask. Glory to God. Cause the devil don't care how anointed you is. He can kill you. If you operate outside of the boundaries of the kingdom of God, wash your hands. Glory to God. And I mean, I tell you, I got to repent. My wife is a stickler about keeping things sterile and clean in our house. Amen. And you know, you get on your nerves sometimes, but you know what? You better follow somebody's direction. Amen. You better come under somebody's authority to live. Amen. Who you think in motivating your wife to tell you to do that? Who you think motivating your husband to tell you to pray? It ain't the devil. The devil wants you to, wants you to be unsafe. He don't want you to wear your mask. He don't want you to pray. Glory to God. You better listen to somebody's authority. That's all I'm going to say about that. Praise God. Listen, I want you to know something. Amen. I'm here tonight to tell you that the battle that you're in against the enemy has been finished long ago. God has sent the emancipation call under you and he's calling you to walk in liberty. And the choice is yours as to whether or not you're going to do it. You don't have to remain sick in your body. You don't have to be frustrated in your life. You don't have to live under generational misfortune or shame or, or reproach any longer because the power of the Holy Spirit is present in this ministry and in this message to set you free and to break that invisible barrier and barriers of rejection and failure and defeat in your life. You're going to break those things. A turnaround is going to come and your a real breakthrough is going to take place. You ain't going to have to run after no prophet or prophet just to hear about a breakthrough. You're going to walk in breakthrough every day in your, of your life because of the blessing power of God that's going to come on you to break that invisible barrier off of you in Jesus name. Now understand something. From now on, I declare and decree no sickness, no disease, no barrenness, no failure, no poverty. Amen. You, you will no longer be identified with it. Amen. From this very moment. So you got to receive that. Lift up your right hand and receive that right now. Receive freedom in Jesus name. According to John 832, he said, you shall know the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Amen. Everybody that see you from now on, they're going to see you to be the seed that God has blessed. Amen. And my mission here as a man of God, God has given every man and woman of God a mission to do two things. To give you a word to speak 
and a word to believe. Glory to God. Amen. And I'm telling you, my job is to make sure that the devil is forever humiliated in your life and Jesus is forever glorified. Say amen to that. Amen and amen. This is your hour now. This is your hour to come out of that debt. Glory to God. This is your hour to come out of failure. This is your hour not to leave a job because, amen, they ran you off the job. This is your hour to stand. Glory to God. This is your hour to stand up for your family and pray. This is your hour to declare and decree, amen, healing and health and the anointing of life. Everywhere you go, the power of God's blessing goes before you to break down barriers in Jesus name. Amen. Yeah, I tell you, God can do it if you believe it. Look at Jeremiah 32. Uh, 27. Look at it. Amen. There's nothing too hard for God. This is your season of, to, amen, move up. Glory to God. This is your season to live at a new level. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is your season for all your enemies that hate you to see God bless you. Glory to God. Honey, don't worry about them hating you. He said, I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Your enemies have to be there. Glory to God. They have to be there. Amen. They have to be there. Let me tell you, that ain't too hard for God. Look what Jeremiah, Jeremiah knew something about God. Look what he said. He, look what he said about God. God spoke through Jeremiah. He, the Bible said in verse 26, then came the word of the Lord unto Jeremiah saying, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Honey, some of y'all listening to me right now. You said, I wish they, I wish they could happen for me. Honey, if you got faith, anything can happen for you. God can take you from right where you are. You may be in debt. You may be impoverished. God can break you out of that. You may, amen, glory to God, had to uh, file bankruptcy. And you're wondering how you ever going to make it. Get with God. Get a covenant with him and follow and seek after him. God will make you brand new again. He'll restore everything you ever lost in Jesus' name. I'm not telling you something I heard. I'm telling you something I know works in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now you didn't get in that trouble overnight. Amen. So you don't, don't expect to get out of it overnight. You're going to have to press in. You're going to have to come after God. The Bible said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Matthew chapter six, verse 32 and 33. So I want you to see that, that there is nothing too difficult for God. God can turn your situation around and you shall walk free today in Jesus name, because you're going to break Go free from that invisible barrier that the devil has set up in your life. Let me tell you something. God is interested in his children being free. Let's go to Exodus chapter four. He said, boy, you got a whole lot of scriptures. You're moving us around. That's right. Praise God. Because at our church, we work, we're word people. And if it's not in the word, you can keep it. <laughs> we don't believe nothing but the word of God. I don't care how anointed the preachers are or who said what. If it, you can't, if you can't verify it in the word of God, listen. You're wasting your time at seed of life. Amen. Glory to God. I, well, I got a word for you. If it ain't coming out of this right here, the word ain't for me. Because them people, you know, them people, everybody now and their mama is a prophet or a prophet. So, you know, this this happened for a reason. I believe. It. Amen. God is preconditioning us to either learn what he has to say before we can hear what anybody else said. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Look, look, look. God is in the, in the business of breaking you free. Look what he said in, in Exodus chapter four, verse 22. You know, he was talking to Pharaoh and he said this. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, thus said the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. And I say unto thee, let my son go that he may serve me. 
And if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. God ain't playing. People who come against your life from this moment forward going to have to deal with God. People who stand or sit on your destiny, amen, or try and break you down mentally, honey, if they touch on you, they will touch on God and God knows how to repay them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You better believe it. God can break you out from generational, generational barriers of misfortune in your life because God has determined that you must go free in Jesus name. Now listen to this, whether it be sickness or disease or generational misfortune, you can break away from every invisible barrier that the enemy has targeted against your life in Jesus name. Today, as you hear the word of God, I just believe amen that every word that you hear, Glory to God is going to activate the spirit of God in your life in any tree that your heavenly father is not planted in your life will be uprooted and removed from your life in Jesus name. Lift up your right hand if you believe it. Glory to God. I believe it. I believe it. No more debt. No more sorrow. No more sickness. No more disease. No more misfortune. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Honey, God's going to get that foolishness out of your life. No one will dominate you ever again because the spirit of God is now standing by you to break you out of that thing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All you got to do is walk in the wisdom of God. Amen. Let me show you something. Let me show you what Jesus told. Go over there in John chapter eight. Praise God. I'm telling you, you're precious to God. You better know it. The devil is hoping that you'll never learn how much God loves you. You're precious to God. Hallelujah. When you operate in his word. Hallelujah. Look what John 8, 30, um, 36 says. Let's look at what, what it says. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants you to be free. Amen. God told me to tell you that this is amen. Glory to God. Your moment. This is glory to God. The morning when you get the lights turned on. That you're going to go free in the mighty name of Jesus. Look what Jesus said. John 8, 36. He said, if the son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Glory to God. In verse 32, he said, you shall know the truth and you shall. And the truth shall make you free. Once you know the truth, it will make you want to be free. And then he said in verse 36, if the son, therefore, make you free. Amen. You shall be free indeed. Glory to God, free from sickness and disease, free from lack and not enough, free from rejection in your life, free from generational misfortune, free from limitations of every kind. Hear me, child of God, because the Lord God of the breakthrough is coming to your house today. You ought to rejoice in Jesus mighty name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You need to rejoice in that. Hallelujah. You need to rejoice. Glory to God. Honey, let me tell you, there are three keys to every breakthrough, and you got to understand these three keys. If you're going to break that invisible barrier, you better know something about these next three keys. I want you to write them down. Hallelujah. Number one, you have to understand the word of God and the rules of engagement in spiritual warfare. Glory to God. You're going to have to understand how, how the devil operates. You got to understand, hallelujah, glory to God, spiritual authority, and how to release the power of the spoken word against him. Hallelujah. You're going to have to learn how to believe with your heart. 
Amen. And pray. Glory to God. Don't be afraid to pray. Just pray in your own tongue. Pray in your spiritual tongue. But pray in Jesus name. Glory to God. Number two, you're going to have to understand who you are in Christ. See, when you understand who you are in Christ, it won't matter what nobody else think of you. Glory to God. They can look down on you, disrespect you, go out of their way to try and shame and bring reproach on you. I know something about it. Let me tell you something. It don't matter if you know who you are in Christ and know how valuable you are to him. You, when they come against you, you, you better quickly raise up your hand and say, don't do it to them, Lord. Have mercy on them, Lord. Have mercy on them. Have mercy on them. Glory to God. They don't know that I'm working for you. They don't know that I'm anointed, Lord God. They don't see me like you see me. Have mercy on them. You know, that's what Moses had to do for his sister. Moses did that in Numbers chapter 12. You know, his sister Mariah, amen, and Aaron, they, they was mad at Moses because Moses had married this black woman. Glory to God. Amen. A woman of Cush. Moses' wife was black. It's written in Numbers chapter 12, verse 1. You don't hear no preaching about that. Amen. Glory to God. Now, people, people pray for somebody who they know full well got every work of the flesh manifesting in their life, uh, grabbing women by the whatchamacallit, cussing and, and, and using profanity before women and swear up and down that they're the most biblical person they've ever seen. The devil is a liar. But I'm telling you, they got they got to talking about Moses because Moses married a black woman over there in Numbers chapter 12, verse one. And Mariah got out of line. She said, had God only spoken to Moses? And you know what happened? The spirit of God was provoked because she disrespected Moses. And the spirit of the Lord showed up at the tent of meeting. He told him, he said, y'all come over here. I need to talk to y'all right now. Glory to God. I'm paraphrasing. And he said, let me tell you something. You, I might speak to in a vision or a dream, but I speak to Moses face to face. And as soon as uh, Mariah heard it, she turned leopard and white as a snow. The leopard leprosy came on her, and God said, put her outside of the camp seven days. Moses quickly grabbed her and said, Lord, no, please, not my sister. Have mercy on her. Have mercy on her. Please, Lord, have mercy. He interceded and entreated God. And rather than God killing her with leprosy, God said, OK, you put her outside the camp seven days. And after she's after she's ashamed of herself and everybody find out what she did, we'll let her come back in. You know, that actually happened in the Bible. Honey, there are people that are coming against you to pull you out of your love walk so that you would get under the, the oppression of the devil. Honey, you keep walking in love and asking God to forgive them because they don't know that the only reason they haven't died yet is because of you. Glory to God. Amen. That is in the Bible. You need to read it. Glory to God. So you got to understand who you are in Christ. If you're going to break barriers, a man of rejection in your life. Number three, you're going to have to understand your enemy, his tactics and his strategies and the way that he wars against you. Some people, he wars against them by having a loose mouth. Glory to God. Some people, he war against them by saying the first thing that comes to their mind. Honey, I got to give them a piece of my mind. Pastor Osteen used to say, if you do that, what you're going to have left? Glory to God. Amen. You have to understand what the devil's been using against you to keep you oppressed, broke, and poor. Amen. Honey, poor stewardship is a demon. And if the devil can keep operating in poor stewardship in your life, he can keep you broken. On the other hand, greed is a demon. If he can keep you hoarding money and not sharing your good wealth and your fortune and, and, and your blessing with others, 
It will corrupt you in your spirit, soul and body and it will take you to hell. Glory to God. Oh, yes, it will. You know, over there in Luke chapter 16, I believe it is the Bible tells the Jesus gave the illustration of the rich man and Lazarus, how Lazarus was laid at the rich man's gate every day begging. The rich man fared sumptuously every day. He had enough to eat. He had enough to wear. He lived in a big old house. You know, he had it all going on. He was living the lifestyle of the rich and famous. While his brother Lazarus, his neighbor, was laid at his gate, laid at his gate every day, just begging a man to eat. The dogs would come and lick his sores. Well, you know, old Lazarus died. He didn't have a revelation of God. The rich man also died. You know, his money didn't stop him from dying. And you know what? They, they all they both departed into the underworld at that time. Paradise was in the underworld. And he seen he looked up and he seen Lazarus in the bosoms of Abraham. And he said, uh, Lazarus, come over. Father Abraham, let Lazarus come over here and, and give me something to drink. See, he was used to people waiting on him. And Abraham said, man, he can't do that. And besides that, there's a gulf between you and us. And even if we wanted to come over there, we couldn't. Amen. He said, yeah, but I'm in torment over here in all this heat. See, he was in hell. And he said, uh, 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 well, tell you what, won't you let me go back and tell my brothers so that they won't have to come to this place? You know what Abraham told them? They got they got Moses and the prophets over there. Let them hear him. Glory to God, because, honey, if they don't hear the word of God, when they have an opportunity to hear it, listen to what Abraham was telling the rich man. If they don't hear the word of God, when they have the opportunity to hear it. They sure ain't going to believe somebody that didn't came back from the dead. You can believe that. And I'm telling you, in this time that we live in, we got to know what the word of God says. Amen and amen. Barriers. Let's get, get a quick definition of it. We don't want to go too much longer. This We'll just make this part one. A barrier is a fence or an obstacle that prevents movement or advancement or access. The devil's been working in those spirits to confine you. He may not be able to stop you, but if he can confine you, I mean, he might not be able to stop you from going to work, but if he can get you on that job and get you a man, just running your mouth and saying the wrong thing and being lazy and doing poor work, he can keep you trapped in that position. God didn't call you to work. No job. He called you to Amen. If you're going to be on a job, you need to be the manager. You need to be the leader. You need to be the division manager. You need, and I'm telling you, I've seen God move in my life. Nobody can't make me believe that God did not work in my life. I've seen him do it. Praise God. And I'm telling you, he will break barriers for you in your life. In Jesus name. Amen. Now understand a barrier is a fence or obstacle that would that which prevents movement or advancement or success. Something that blocks someone or something it seems too difficult to obtain. Amen. And listen to this. Now, every barrier in your life that has come to keep you out of the will of God for blessing has been sponsored by the devil and demon spirits. You better believe it. Well, I don't want to talk about demons too much. Let me tell you something. Whether you believe the devil exists or not is of no consolation. Glory to God. To God or the devil. He's there. Glory to God. And you need to know how to break these barriers of unhappiness. Break these barriers of depression. Break these barriers. Hallelujah. You know, people don't realize it. Ephesians 4 verse 27 say, give no place to the devil. You walk around mad every day. The Bible says, let not the sun go down on your wrath, neither give place to the devil. When you walk around mad every day, 
You're mad at this man. You're mad at the white man. You're mad at the black man. You're mad at the Hispanic man or the Native American man or the indigenous man. Honey, if you walk around mad and angry every day, you have an open door to the devil and he is inviting other demons in there. And in a, at a precise time, they will attack you to kill you in your body. He said, I never heard that Jesus taught that. He said, an unclean spirit, when it's cast out of a man, he go about seeking rest and finding none. And then the spirit will say, I will go back to the house from which I came and I will bring seven spirits more evil than myself. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. You better keep the door closed to the devil in your life. Amen. That's how you break that barrier. Amen. I'm telling you something, knowing that you knowing where the trouble come from and keep you out of trouble with God. There are people that blame God for misfortune. There are people that blame God for what's happening in the world. If there's a God, why is there a coronavirus? Because there's a devil in the world and the thief coming not but to kill, steal and destroy. You have an enemy. First Peter 5, 8 says that we are to be sober and be vigilant for our enemy. The devil's walking about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Who can he devour? Those people who don't know where the trouble's coming from and blame God for it. Amen. Those people who make fun of the Holy Spirit. Honey, listen, there's some big name preachers that are saying some things that I don't particularly agree with, but I ain't going to put my mouth on it. Because those some of those same preachers have fed me life when I was about to die. Glory to God. Amen. And made me to understand the word of faith. Now, I didn't say I agree with them. I said I respect the anointed, I respect the anointed on their life. And you will not hear me say anything about them. Amen. By name. Glory to God. The Bible says, touch not my anointed, nor cause my servant any harm. He meant that. Glory to God. That ain't going to never change. That's not going to change for me or anybody else. Glory to God. So you better understand you you don't want to create a, a barrier with your mouth. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look at this now. The Bible says that the thief come not but to kill, steal, and destroy. That's in John chapter 10, verse 10. Then understand there's a progressive plan that the devil has to keep you under his darkness, keep you defeated, keep you sick and keep you broke, struggling where he can kill you and kill your destiny and ultimately take your life. If you let it keep you unhappy, keep you struggling, keep you broke. Amen. Praise God. Honey, I reiterate. I say it again. Pastor John Osteen once said that, a, you know, he's a great man of God. He's in heaven right now. He said a church with supernatural enemies needs to operate in supernatural power. Amen. Glory to God. And I just say thank God for me coming into the knowledge of God under that man and, and under that ministry. You know, uh, Pastor Joe's daddy and Joel Osteen is a great man of God, too. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So now we got to be free. We're going to break this barrier. We're going to break this barrier. We're going to have to understand what's keeping us down. The devil uses oppression and tactics and devices to keep us down. But Jesus Christ came that we may be free from that. Look at Acts 10 38. Got a few more scriptures. We're going to stop. Acts 10 38. Hallelujah. The anointing is being released to you right now. Lift up your right hand. Glory to God. You're coming out of that thing. The Bible says how God anointed. See, you need the anointing of the Holy Spirit to break this barrier. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil to be oppressed is to be kept down, to be kept in ignorance, to be kept in darkness, to be kept a slave. Amen. To be kept a slave. You know, the slaves came and the first thing that they, 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 I mean, they, they sought greatly to do 
To keep a man a slave is to keep him uneducated. And it was against the law for black people to even be in the same room with a book. Now, the only book they let them be around was the Bible. <laughs> they, they messed up right there. Glory to God. Because truth came out of that Bible and black people found out who they really were. Glory to God. Amen and amen. And that same racism is operating right now in the church. That's why you got half of the evangelical church still looking at a sinner in the White House. Praise God. A man with every work of the flesh manifesting. All you got to do is test the spirit by the spirit. Well, you know, he's pro-life. That's a lie. Honey, you're not pro-life if you're not operating uh, glory to God in foster care. You're not pro-life if you're not at least going to be a castle volunteer. You're not pro-life unless you're ready to adopt some of those children and keep them. Amen. Glory to God and give them a new life. You're not pro-life. You're not pro-life. If you never went to an abortion clinic and prayed for that young woman whose life is about to change and offered her Christ and prayed for the mercy of God to cover her, even though she was about to make a mistake. If you ain't did none of that, don't tell me about you being pro-life. Okay. I mean, I'm not buying it. All right. You need to follow what the word of God says. Amen. Because the truth of the matter is abortion has been here since before Eisenhower. And the only thing it would take to end abortion in America tomorrow is an executive order from the president of the United States. And abortion would be outlawed across this land. Muy pronto. Glory to God. That's why I know it's a lie. Just like it's a lie when they said they wanted a Christian president. It's a lie. They wanted a Christian president. They'd elected Mike Huckabee. But they didn't because they didn't want a Christian president. They wanted a, a white president that would keep black folks and people that didn't look like them down. That's the truth. And you know it. Glory to God. Amen. I'm, I'm going to leave that alone. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, understand something. You can break that barrier, too. You can break the barrier of racism because Jesus came to set you free from that. Look at Luke 10, 19 and we'll stop. Amen. Don't ask me if you don't want to know the truth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Look at Luke. Honey, they had a Christian president. Jimmy Carter was the most Christian president you ever seen. And they treated him like a dog. Amen. Got rid of him as soon as they could. Amen. See them people going out there. They're going to have to answer to God. They're going to have to answer to God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Look at Luke 10, 19. Hallelujah. Jimmy Carter would teach Bible studies in the White House. They got rid of him as soon as they could. Hallelujah. You know why? Because he was bringing people that look like me and you and people that didn't look like them into high places in the White House. Andrew Young, UN ambassador, never happened before. Uh, presidential advisor, amen. Glory to God in the White House. Never happened before. Glory to God. You know, national security advisors and all that. Honey, I'm telling you, listen, y'all better wake up because these barriers are going to have to be broken for you to live at the level of your privilege. Amen. Glory to God. Look what it says. You can break that barrier too. look what it says. Jesus said this. Behold, I give unto you power to trade upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Listen, nothing. That means there's nothing in this earth that can hurt you if you know who you are and you know you got the Holy Spirit. The anointing power of God operative in your life. You can stand flat footed and look the devil right in the eye and tell him it's over. You got to go. You can stand up and tell the truth before any group of people, whether they like hearing it or not. And you won't be afraid of their faces. That's what he told Jeremiah. Go ahead and say it and don't be afraid of. Them. Amen. 
It's time for the truth to be spoken now because the falling away is about to take place. The Bible prophesied that in the last days, the, the apostasy would take place. A falling away would take place and many will depart from the faith. The reason they're going to do that is because they let that political spirit into the church. And now the church is being divided. and People are going to look at folks who will turn a blind eye to racism and say, nah, this is not God. I'd rather go back in the world where people really love me for who I am, even in my sin. That is what the devil is working in the church right now. Amen and amen. Listen, folks, that's part one. I'm going to be back next Sunday. And I'm going to show you how to break down some more of these invisible barriers in your thinking, invisible barriers in your physical life, and how to deal with the devil as we study the word of God concerning breaking invisible barriers. Hallelujah. Operating in supernatural spiritual warfare. Listen, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, all you got to do is repeat this prayer after me. Say this with me. Dear Lord Jesus. I know that without you, I'm lost. I know that without you, I would die and go to hell. Lord Jesus, I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want to be with you. I make you my Lord and Savior. I repent of my doubt and my unbelief. I ask you to cleanse me of all my sins, past, present, and future. I receive the power of your blood, Lord Jesus. I make you my Lord and Savior. I receive you right now. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe you were virgin born. I believe you died for my sin, and I believe you're coming back again, and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Bless me now as your son or your daughter. In Jesus' name, amen. My friend, I believe if you prayed that prayer, you got born again and you're in the family of God. If you if you can come back next week, I guarantee you're going to learn some things. Honey, you you might have to repent, swallow it hard, and get delivered. I don't know everything, but what I do know is that God is a God of love, and he's a God of forgiveness. So you ought to find somebody today to love and to forgive. Pray for somebody. Amen. Glory to God. And the power of the living God will show up in your life to break down the barriers that the enemy has brought against you. In Jesus' name. Until next week, I'm Pastor Ellis Stellis saying, live supernaturally because Jesus is Lord. See you next week.